Welcome to the Before We Go podcast featuring Dr. David Maines and his wife, noted author, Karen Maines. Here's David and Karen Maines. Karen, neither of us has been a guest of the president to visit the White House. No, he doesn't call us up and ask for our advice, does he? <laughs> that's, not been a, that's not been something. In fact, in my whole lifetime, I have never met personally a president. Have you? No, I never have personally met it. Not even a line as they pass by shaking hands. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm thinking that our listeners who are listening to this podcast today, most of them are in the same situation. They've never I, I met a president like, or shaken a president's hand or had one call them on the phone. I would like to say if we had ever done that, we would have told you about it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a huge privilege. But we are instructed in Scripture to pray for the president. Right. Pray for those in authority. So that's not just the chief executive. That's a number of people. And this raises a dilemma because how do you do that exactly? And that's what we have been talking with with each other. And we're going to share that conversation and the conclusions we've come to today on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think that the impeachment talk has been a good thing because it has forced me in areas now to say, am I good at this? Am I a good person as far as a prayer supporter for those who are in authority? Okay, it sounds like it's going to be a good discussion. Karen, I'm going to begin by reading those verses in Scripture that we talked about. This is First Timothy, and uh, they go by quickly. I think everybody's heard these. Paul is writing, I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. So those are all prayers. Thanksgiving, prayers, intercession, requests, and so on. For kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So it's to our advantage if the time is peace, because that's good for the gospel. It can spread. So we pray for those who are in authority. I would say that I have faithfully said, God, you know, I'm concerned about the president. We pray for him. That's been a part of my life for a long time. But I think those are rather immature prayers, and I think I can do better. So of late, and sparked by what's happening in terms of the impeachment and such. I said, I'm really not that good a prayer as far as those in authority. So help me with this, and that's what we're going to talk about. I think there are two kinds of considerations here. You may have people in authority that you can't stand or don't agree with or whose political positions bug you to death, Mm -hmm. but you're still supposed to pray for them. And then they're ones who we are in agreement with or who we admire or seem to be doing the things in government that we feel strongly about, and so we approve of that person. So how do we, first of all, pray for the people we don't like or don't agree with or wish had never been elected to those positions? The scripture still applies to that, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, of course. And I think that a negative prayer toward them, like, God, get them out of office, (laughs) remove them, however is not what the apostle was thinking about. I think we are supposed to sustain them in our prayer. So what would be some of the ways that we would pray for someone who we didn't agree with or wish had never been elected to that position? Well, this is we're very different. This is how David does it. And I'm not talking theory. This is actually what I have done. I've found that praying is always better when it's specific. So I began to write down what I would like for the president. 
And this was going to become very practical because I'm in a prayer group on a regular basis. Everyone isn't the same in their politics. It's a, in it's a, a group of people who are from all over the nation, a small group. Or do you have seven in your prayer group? And you always, pray by yeah. phone Yeah. every Wednesday. Uh-huh. So I thought, well, we'll try it out and see if I can make it. It was a wonderful time. Uh-huh. It was a wonderful time. Okay. I'm just not trying to do these in order, but just things I wrote down. And this is very personal because I've never been a president and I've tried to say, okay, what would I want if I were president? Uh Okay, don't judge whether this is mature. (laughs) This is just me moving in the process, okay? I would like Daniel-like advisors. Okay. Part of the reason I put that down is because I was reading from the book of Daniel and I realized what an important role he, as a godly man, uh-huh. played in the life of those who were in authority over him. Who were not godly uh, people, not but they all. recognized, didn't they, yeah, the they did. value of having that kind of a godly man mm-hmm. as an advisor. And the scriptures say he, uh, he was dearly loved by those who were yes. over him. Right. So. Godly advisors mm-hmm. who are bold enough to say you're doing wrong. Right. Or I would I would uh, advise you to go in another direction, and mm-hmm. these are the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've thought uh, about our president, that he's living under incredible stress. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Duress as well yeah, because w- of mm-hmm. this ne- the negativity in the culture. The culture is divided about him. Uh, and this started me thinking differently. I said, Lord, he needs times to relax. And I found in terms of my own life, when I hear that he's playing golf again, I kind of think, oh, man, I'll have that's the rich and the privileged. Mm-hmm. You know? But now I've come to the place where I've said, yeah, good. Help him to be able to get away from the pressures. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Or whatever diversion he finds is beneficial mm-hmm. to him. So I put that on the list. If I were in his position, I would be concerned about my relationship as as a husband mm-hmm. and as a father. And so I've prayed for him in that regard. I found that there's a tenderness in me toward the president that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. So you want me to go through the whole list? Or yeah, you go want ahead. To no, say go ahead. Let me make a comment. I have a list, a prayer journal. I mean, I've kept prayer journals for mm-hmm. 40 years. And I'll write down, you know, specifics as far as what I'm interceding for, for other people. But you're much more, you use your pencil much more when you're praying. Yeah, I pray with a pencil. You pray mm-hmm. with a pencil. Mm-hmm. And your lists are much more specific when you're praying for thinking. I have a general pray for the president sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a differentiation there between the way you pray and the way I pray. Mm-hmm. Although we both keep I mean, I have, like I said, journals of, of my prayers for 40 years of them that I've kept. Yeah, and, and how other people pray as well. Because as I began to pray some of these, I wasn't reading a list. I was praying with the others. They interspersed their thoughts. So this is your, you're going back to your phone mm-hmm. team yes, again. Yes, and, and I remember one time as I was, as I was praying, we, we prayed for about 35, 40 minutes together every mm-hmm. week by phone. Mm-hmm. And one of the persons laughing said, uh, Lord, give the president thick skin. Mm-hmm. Give him a rhinoceros hide. Because uh-huh. I know when people criticize me, it uh-huh. really upsets me for the whole day and so on. Uh-huh. So it became, it's just like right now, we're just talking. Yeah. And I, I, as I do pray with others, I write notes for myself. Yeah, and as I've heard you talk about your prayer group, they're from very different places. But they come from very different places politically. Some are for the president, others are not for the president. But your group hasn't degenerated to that sort of conversation. And you do pray for the president together, even though you're coming from very different places. Specific prayers, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
there's a great sense of tolerance. It's interesting to me because in our church, Karen, mm-hmm. sometimes you go to church and you'd never know that there was a political world. <laughs> uh, but in our church, to their good side, they pray every time we meet on Sunday in the it, prayers of the people for the president. They say, we pray for our president, Donald, Donald. and we pray for our governor, JB. Uh-huh. And then they go right on. And that's good because it makes me aware, again, that the church understands that we're in a world that's not just the what's going on in the church. Mm-hmm. But again, I wish sometimes those prayers could go beyond just naming someone's name. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Well, maybe I can start to do that in my own life a little bit more. And that's why let's be specific. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a little bit risky mm-hmm. because if four people drop out of the prayer group Next week, I know we should have left that alone, but that's not been the case at all. Mm-hmm. There's there's a great sense of we're learning from one another. As far as mm-hmm. interceding for the president together in your phone yeah. time, that's not the only thing you pray about. Let, but let me go back to the list. Okay, to uh, your list. This is your list. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm praying for protection. Okay, you that's and I a have really lived, good prayer. Yeah, we've lived in a time when presidents have been shot. Right. You know, President Kennedy. I, I remember my feelings. Mm-hmm. when I heard that he had been killed. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a horrible time. President Reagan was mm-hmm. shot. So there, and, and there's always the risk mm-hmm. of someone, you know... Particularly in this day and age, I'm, yes. I'm amazed that there hasn't been more attempt mm-hmm. on his life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this sounds like it's a little bit the same. Uh, I pray for the president's soul. Mm-hmm. You know, if we have a group... You and I and uh, the president and maybe our neighbors, there's a huge distinction between all of us uh-huh. and the president. But in God's eyes, we're all human beings. Okay. And he has a soul. Uh-huh. He will give account just like we someday uh-huh. uh, will give account. This may bother some people. I don't know. But I would hope that the president would be in heaven. Uh-huh. You know, and that's one of my prayers, Lord. Uh, that he is a human being mm-hmm. who will know the joys of an eternity with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Whether that prayer is going to be answered or not, we'll leave that alone. I don't know how people are responding mm-hmm. to what's being said, but I do pray for his soul. I pray also that he would have protection from the evil one. Mm-hmm. I think Satan is real, mm-hmm. and I know what it's like to be under the attack of Satan. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for him. Mm-hmm. I pray that, and I pray it in all sincerity. I would pray that he would resolve and have the courage Mm -hmm. to do the right thing. Right. I'm just being very careful of my words because I know these are tricky things for people to talk about and to hear others talk about. Mm -hmm. But I would want him to have this deep conviction because it's very satisfying to me when I feel this, that I know what God wants done and I will do it come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be faithful to you, God. Mm-hmm. And whether the president is that way or not, I'm not saying. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that's what I'm praying for him. I think this this probably is more as I thought about our specific president because I think this is important to him. I would pray that he would have a positive legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, that we'd look back, you know, people would look back in years to come and say, this was a good thing mm-hmm. about the president. It was accomplished under his yeah. time mm-hmm. in the office. One of the really important things to me in my life is that I have several very close friends mm-hmm. and confidence. 
And that's a gift to me. Those people, if something would happen to them, you know, that would be an immense loss to me. Maybe the president has that already, but I'm praying that he would have close friends, including a community of faith. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not in a position wherever I go somewhere, the Secret Service is there, they have to clear everything out, make sure there aren't bombs and all that. So he can't just decide, I'll go to church tonight and I'll talk with the people that I enjoy. That's a privilege you and I have. Mm -hmm. And that's very important to us. Mm -hmm. But somehow I would pray that he would have a community of faith and that he would have close friends that he feels, you know, this is someone I really trust. I think that's a a really important prayer for people who have money, the few that we know. (laughs) Very often they don't know if people want to be their friends because of who they are or because they have money. And I think the same thing happens with people who are in power. Mm -hmm. They don't know who is their friend because of who they are, just because of a certain bond or love. Mm-hmm. between the two individuals, or if it's because they're in power and those people want to shimmy up to power. So I do think that's a really good prayer to pray for this president, particularly because he has he's in both camps. He's mm-hmm. a wealthy man as well as one who is at the pinnacle of power, mm-hmm. at least in our nation. This one, I have an example. Mm-hmm. These are all, they're disconnected. I, I'm aware they're disconnected, mm-hmm. but there are notes that I'm writing down that help me as I pray. And I don't pray about all these every time. Mm-hmm. That becomes, that moves over to the repetitive type of thing. And I don't want that. But these are thoughts. I, I would pray for the president that he would have a long and fruitful life. And as I say that, the reason I wrote it down was I was thinking of Former President Jimmy Carter. Right. What a what a remarkable. He has leveraged his post presidency yes. as well as anyone we know of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been an example, and mm-hmm. you never get any bad press about him, even as he's aging. You know, this is mm-hmm. just an incredible man. The in couple, both 90s, yes. both of them, mm-hmm. have been extraordinary in their mm-hmm. example, living simply, mm-hmm. com- you know, contributing to the community overseas. Um, heading up the the systems that that look for fraud and voting. He's amazing, <laughs> He's absolutely amazing. amazing. Mm-hmm. So yes, that would be a wonderful prayer for someone. Mm-hmm. These are things that I'm saying. What do I want in my life? And then I've said, is this something that I could pray on behalf of the president? Mm-hmm. One of the things that was good for me, I didn't have this for a long time, was when I learned to have a teachable spirit. Mm-hmm. That I don't know everything. When did that stop? I think with age. Yes, with think the, I think that's really when you it You come comes. to the place where you say, I can still learn. Uh-huh. There are still people who have more smarts than I have. Well, it's not even that. It's seeking them out and, mm-hmm. and intentionally and deliberately learning from them. Um, mm-hmm. Just what, We had a wonderful conversation in our home the other night with uh, a gal who works with trauma. And her comment that she made was, you know, the statistics show that 90% of people have had trauma in their life. We had never, ever thought about having that discussion. We talked about it for two days. Well, it unlocks some puzzles in my to- mind. Totally. About ourselves. Ourselves, you yeah. Know, how trauma affected us. Yes, right. Shut us down. Yeah, mm-hmm. shut us down. So we can learn, and we need to be learnable and teachable but I do think when you reach a certain age, you begin to say, you know what, I don't know everything, do I? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I could go on, uh, am I becoming bored? David, I think this is an extraordinary list. Thank you for taking the time to go through this. What I'm going to do next, and I, I can't even start to talk about it because I haven't begun the process, uh-huh. 
but I'm going to learn how to be a good prayer on behalf of the medium. Okay. Wow. What does that mean? Well, it means the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think they have authority in many ways. Mm -hmm. They are voices that speak to us. They're the mouthpieces through which opinion is um, expressed yeah, they, over and over and over and over. Whether it's print media or whether yeah. it's uh, television, whatever. These are people who are in extraordinary positions of power mm -hmm. and influence. Mm -hmm. And yet there's opportunity to uh, misuse those. Yes. And so how do I pray for them? I think that specifically, so I'm still talking ahead, I haven't done this. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I need to target those people who I respect highly, mm -hmm. who are in that world, because they have their own. They have their own temptations, they have their own pressures and all mm -hmm. the rest. And I can't pray for all of them. It's kind of nice when you say pray for the president, because there's only one president. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, that doesn't, I mean, we have to pray for the vice president. We uh -huh. have to pray for our specific senators. I think we have to go, uh, and then people in the House of Representatives, the governors and so on. I haven't started to pray for the governor. And there's a certain point where you shut it off because you say, this is too much. And I, I can only say, Lord, like the church, we pray for our governor, J.B. Uh -huh. Pritzker. I don't, we always sound quite familiar in our church. We pray for Donald, the president. <laughs> and uh, that's just the form that is followed. I believe that it's a whole world of prayer mm -hmm. that I haven't entered into as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. I think as an older individual, I can take my turn at this now, like other older generations have. Those who have more time, they have more experience, uh, there's a certain wisdom. Well, and I think you're building on a discipline that you've already developed in your life as far as a prayer discipline is concerned. Mm -hmm. So you're not starting at base one <laughs> saying, I don't really know how to do this. I don't have, you know, decades of prayer behind me of having developed this proficiency of making it a focus, not forgetting to pray, of, of, of developing a prayer journal, whatever it is, whatever the tech, techniques and tools are that you've de developed through the decades. So I'm interested, it'll be interesting to know when we reach heavenly shores, <laughs> to use old terminology, just how much the prayers of the elder set kept not only a country alive and Christianity moving forward, but preserved the world in ways that we didn't have any idea it was doing. You've said to me, so I will pull it back again. It's not my thought, but what happened in Russia? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, the, after the communist takeover... Uh, Soviet Union f moved into communism in 1917, and the babushkas were the older women <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> who wore babushkas. In fact, I just read something about it the other day, just saying if they could just get have gotten rid of the babushkas. But they were faithful in their prayers, <clears throat> and have been credited by historians who are savvy about that kind of disposition, the praying disposition, to having... Um, kept the faith alive in Russia, though it came under extraordinary pers yes. persecution during those days. I mean, the Russian church has really suffered. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> their leaders were put in jail, and many of them died. Killed, and, yeah. Yeah, killed. But it was the babushkas, <laughs> the yeah. praying women, mostly older women, the mm -hmm. grandmothers who kept praying, kept faithful, kept tending to church. Who kept the faith of alive, alive, and, and 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 really were by those kinds of analysts were credited with the fall of the of the uh, of the Communist Party. That when Russia finally split up, the Soviet Union 
split up. Mm-hmm. I'm finding as I'm praying more specifically for the president in our country mm-hmm. that it's making me very careful of my words, just in general conversation. Mm-hmm. I was I was too flip mm-hmm. with things that I said. So it's given me an awareness that I represent a whole force mm-hmm. which is the godly force. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the force that needs to begin to uh, activate itself. Activate. That's thank right. you. That's that's the word I was looking for. Activate right. itself. Now I feel that very strongly. It's not an obligation, but this is our privilege now to so, come in. So one of the things that we work for in communication media, I would say that we have become communication specialists through the years. Podcasting is new to us. It is different than broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Is to say to those people who are listening to us now, what are you going to do about this? And are you praying for the president in a way that is healthy, wholesome, and holy? And if you are not, then you should be. Um, scripture tells us we should be. You can be part of this cadre uh, that begins to undergird and under support our political systems in a, in a way that will turn those systems toward righteousness. Mm-hmm. And you may not see the results right away, maybe years, but that's how you begin to activate uh, prayer power in a national sense. And so we're asking people to do the same sort of self-evaluation. Are you praying for our leaders? Are you praying for a prisoner just complaining about him or just making jokes about him? That is not godliness. Um, As much as we uh, probably have been guilty of that ourselves, we confess to you that we do not want to be those kinds of people and that in the prayers for the president or people in authority, our hearts get changed by the Holy Spirit to kind of a tender, much more tender approach. So we're saying to the listeners, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not saying it with a pointed finger like a minister saying, you sinners. Out yeah, there. you sinners. We're saying that looking at ourselves first and then trying to say, this, this is, this is helpful. Where we have been, we have failed. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're not going to be failures in this area anymore. So we're asking for our listeners to join us, to jump on this team. But you're going to have to go through this sort of self-evaluation. And the way you do it is by saying to the Holy Spirit, show me where I am in error. Then you listen quietly. And inevitably, that still small voice will start nudging and and pushing and won't let you wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh, I didn't pray today. You know, I can pray now. I'm awake. But that's a nudge of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit begins to push you toward what the right thing to do is. So we're asking you to start. Now, some of our listeners may be way beyond us in this discipline. Mm -hmm. So we want to honor them and say, if you have things you want to share... You know, you can um, get in touch with us and let us know what tools you've used that have helped you to be more effective in this area. But we're not doing this just because Dave and Karen Maines are talking about it. We want to call out that cadre of folk who have burning hearts that the Holy Spirit is inspired to become part of a team nationally that begins to undergird our president, our government, and our nation with intercessory prayers that will lead us to righteousness and, as you read that scripture, to peace. But they'll begin to create a, a peace in our nation, help to heal the discourse, the divided discourse that we're in right now in our nation. Yeah, well said. Well said. You've been listening to the Before We Go podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
please remember to rate, review, and share on whatever platform you listen. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Mainstay Ministries, Post Office Box 30, Wheaton, Illinois, 60189.